Welcome to another episode of Pro-Am Disc Golf. I'm Gavin Goodwin. And I'm Chris Telesbo. And thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, our numbers keep going up. We're well over a thousand downloads now, which is amazing. I mean, there's podcasts out there that if they got a thousand downloads on a day, they'd be super bummed. But this isn't one of them. So thanks. Got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we see the numbers growing. So either people are just finding it on iTunes or you're actually sharing about it. And it's kind of cool. I told someone about the show, and he subscribed right in front of me. I got a new friend hooked on it. Oh, so nice. She'll talk too. Okay, my st- I this morning or this sorry this evening, afternoon late afternoon mm-hmm. I went and played nine. I just went to our local court local course for me at mm-hmm. the University of Utah, and uh, at the same at the first tee at the same time I was there was a father and daughter, which I thought was really cool. You don't see. I don't see that a lot. Like No, I don't either. And she was 11 and hadn't been playing for very long. I guess he played years ago and kind of got out of it and is back into it to get his daughter into it. And uh, she said, do you mind if I join you? And I ended up playing like the whole round with them. And we just did like some cool safari holes. And awesome. It was really fun. Awesome. But uh, I told him about the show and he subscribed right in front of me. So, Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I played some safari golf today and no one subscribed. So I'm sorry. Well, you got you to sell it. Now I got to play golf. <laughs> so, separate things sometimes. Birdies are for closers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but thank you, everyone. Uh, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, whatever. Rate and review us. Um, the, the rating and reviewing, I'm pretty sure I'm figuring out where that helps us. That just moves us up in the searches, I think, on iTunes at least. So go to iTunes, rate us, review us. Um, Remember, if you don't like the show, write whatever you want. Tell us how terrible we are in the text, but just give us five stars, and that will help us you know, move up in the search. Yeah, it helps us, and then we can help you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, speaking of helping you, we're going we're gonna to talk about something. We've got our, our returning segment here. You threw something new. Ah, this is yeah. the first time I think that you threw something new applies to both of us. Yeah, I know. But I it has it to is. stay you because we threw something new doesn't rain. No. Yeah. No. So... Uh, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. So uh, last week, off the air, I think it was off the air, Chris handed me three brand new beautiful discs. Mm-hmm. It was the Getaway, the Captain, and the Maverick from Dynamic Discs. All dynamic, right? Correct. And uh, they're the three new prototypes that are they're prototypes. I don't know when they're actually going to be hitting stores, if they already are in stores or uh, not. Two of them are out as special editions right now okay so now slash very soon okay um but yeah they'll all be out within the next few weeks or so probably by the time you hear this Mm -hmm. they'll all be available in your store or at least online um for me and again i'm the am of this show and so my arm speed isn't gonna shatter any records i'm not gonna blow anybody's socks off i'm right now i'm throwing around 300 feet give or take and uh that's with my you know when it winds up yeah when i when i'm when i'm throwing my farthest discs and a good shot i'm throwing around three 320 to 280 ish you know that's a that's a a shot that i'm pretty happy with myself right now so um i found that the captain and the getaway were flying very similar for me which i was kind of surprised by because um they're different discs apparently very very much different yeah so uh, tell, tell me about what you know about those discs and what they were. These, those two, the Captain and the Getaway. So the Captain is probably like a 13-speed. It's a big rim, high-speed driver, and it's fairly understable, at least a high-speed. And the Getaway is probably like a 9-speed, 
slightly overstable fairway driver. Yeah. And uh, again, I don't have a big arm, but they were both flying pretty similar for me mm-hmm. and getting out there to about close to my max distance. Like nice. they were flying, but they were going like laser straight. Like awesome. They would, they would, you know, turn right a little bit and then just fade. Like I, I swear I just in, right in front of where I was throwing, Nice, which was great. And they were both landing within, I don't know, 15 foot grouping of each other. So for me, uh, the, the one round that I played with them and I was just throwing them out, you know, just to throw them a lot. I threw them a lot on the, mm-hmm. the short round that I played. Um, super consistent, super straight flyers for me. And um, what I think I heard about the captain, the captain's the high-speed driver. The big right? rim, yep. Yeah, but it's a high-speed driver, high-speed, but still for slower arms, which is a weird kind of thing. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm super curious on your take on it for yeah, that reason. I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was, it's domier. Which I kind of like. It's like it's a it's it's weird to have a high speed glider that's kind of so domey. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just because they're the protos. I don't know, um, but it 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 was gliding. I could get a nice S curve out of it, and it would go pretty much where I wanted it to go. Like, nice. I I really really enjoyed those two um, because they were both blue. They're the exact same color of lucid. Yep. I, I wasn't sure which one was getting a little bit further, but one was consistently going farther than the other for me. Probably like, the captain. I think it probably it would make sense that it was, yeah. but the way I throw, nothing makes sense. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Um, but I, I really like those discs. So if you yeah. have a, a novice to wreck arm, that's what it's going to do for you. Um, in a minute, Chris will tell you what it's going to do for pro arm. But now let's talk about the Maverick. This one was red, so he could tell it apart. Yes, I could easily tell it apart. But this color, this disc could have been invisible, and I would have been able to tell it apart from the other two. Like, I, I've never thrown anything like this disc. And granted, I have not thrown anywhere near all the molds that are available, and I've only been seriously playing this game for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but so normally, when I throw a disc, it goes. I'm right hand backhand, so it goes. A little tiny, little bit like straight to leftish, and then fades right, or is that fade or what is that? It goes right, and then will fade left. Like depending on the stability, is how much it will fade left. You know, you've all mm-hmm. seen the flight curves, where it's just kind of that gentle, like goes out, gentlest curve, and then lands. And I'm always, you know, at the bottom, the slower speed of those, so I can see where it's going to go. If I were to draw a flight curve for the Maverick, it would be this. <laughs> Describe what I drew here, Chris. Uh, almost a line straight right. Yes. Yeah. Like it does go in front of me. It looks like it looks like square root X. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It just goes right. Like, mm-hmm. and I I've never thrown a disc like that, and uh, I was really bummed when you asked for a back because I wanted to go out and throw this Maverick some more, and because it's so weird, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with it. What I'm thinking I could do with it is because I'm not I'm not at all a good flicker. So if I've got a disc that wants to go right anyway, I could substitute that maybe for a flick disc. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't also don't have a roller shot. I think a lot of people might just roll this disc. But um, if I ever – so I, I I want to bag – I want to get a Maverick just to see – because it's so weird to me mm-hmm. that it goes so far right. Like it is – understable is an understatement for yeah. this disc. Like it's just – Fun. It's crazy. Yeah. And so I'm uh, – I don't know what to do with it. And that really <laughs> is exciting and kind of intriguing to me. I've, I've thrown discs where I'm like, well, that's not the right disc for my arm or I'm not, I don't have enough, sp-. like the Ballista Pro. I, I throw that disc. 
I could see what it wanted to do, and I knew that I didn't have the arm speed to get it to mm-hmm. do that. And that's fine. Um, there's other discs where I throw like an Emac, and it's like, okay, it'll just do what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is like just, I would say it marches to the beat of its own drummer, but its own drummer is always to the right. So I. But that's, that's a good thing to have in a disc. Yeah. It's just something that will do that. It will do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I want to go out and play with it a lot more. Yeah. Um, I showed you a picture. I can put it up, but it's, I don't know if it'll make sense to people that don't play at this course, but it's next to a, our light rail train tracks. And I've shanked a disc off of this one T before, but not, not for a while, not since my game's been more consistent. But so there's a, there's a fence to the right, maybe 20, 15, 20 feet from the T pad mm-hmm. to the right. Um, and it's easy to not land at OB there. And just beyond <laughs> that fence is the tracks for our light rail system. And it's, it, there's a station right there. So it gets kind of like, there's a lot of tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw that disc and I shouldn't have thrown it there because I'd thrown it before and I, and I knew I shouldn't have thrown it anywhere where there's anywhere OB right at all. Uh, and it, it went so far into the train tracks that like, it took me a while. To, I looked for this disc like three times after oh. throwing it off the tees. But this one was just like in the middle of like four sets of train tracks. Like it was so far. <laughs> I've never had a disc go that far right. Even like completely shanking it first few times throwing that hole, like yep. total grip lock. I didn't grip lock this disc. I released it when I should have released a disc and mm-hmm. it just boom. Goes right. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited to hear what you thought about it. But that's my take on those discs. So for me, if you're on the slower end of the spectrum, slower end of the spectrum. If you don't have a, uh, a pro arm, if you're um, looking for something that's consistently going to go straight, the captain and the getaway are going to be great. The captain is kind of mind-blowing that it's something so fast that is so easy to throw for a slower arm and is so consistent. And I feel like it's going to be a big confidence builder for me to mm-hmm. throw that disc. I don't know that I was getting it as far as maybe like my Shrike or my Boss, discs that I'm more familiar with. Um but I don't. But I think it's probably because it's got so much glide to it. I don't know. But like I said, it was going where I wanted it to go, and it felt pretty forgiving to me. Yeah. Whereas those discs, if you mess up on them, they're they're gone. Um, so, uh, and then I've talked enough about the Maverick. It's nuts. But I think I think I'm going to pick up all three of them, and I really kind of excited to play with them. And That's see what, awesome. What they can do. What What say you? Um, I'll start at the bottom, which okay. would be the Maverick. It's a uh, like you said, un- understable fairway. Um, it's not under. It's it's beyond understable. No, it's it's understable. It reminds me of a hatchet from okay. Westside. Never thrown a hatchet. Uh, let's see, Innova, Innova. Um, maybe oh, like, I probably like a, never thrown anything like it. Like a Roadrunner. I that somebody told maybe. me that today. Yeah, that it was like a Roadrunner that goes super. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's super useful, and I'm actually kind of surprised how much I can do with it, being that. I'm kind of a power player. I like to throw hard and I like to throw overstable. Yeah, but you're not I, much of a finesse player. I don't work finesse hardly ever. Um, but it works. Like it makes up for a little bit of it for me. I can make it fly. It usually goes right. And I actually toyed around with it on some little baby sidearms. And it'll pop up and just for right hand sidearm, pop up and drift left gently and then sit down. Nice. Which is a shot I didn't have before that. Yeah. Like now I, you do. Again, not a finesse player. Yeah. So to find something that can do that for me is kind of fun. Um, it rolls pretty well. Rolls pretty quick, right? Um, but if you get it up, I mean, I imagine for slower arms, it's a good straight fairway driver. 
Like you, I mean, if you're throwing 300 feet, you're still throwing hard enough to turn it over. Yeah. But if you throw less than that, maybe straight. It's it's good. It's good. Yeah. I don't know if I'll use it because, like I said, I'm like a brute force kind of guy. I don't. But it might be good to bag just for that when you need that yeah, little flick yeah. shot that you know can make up for Absolutely. some of the finesse. Yeah. Um. So, I approve of the Maverick, and because Maverick is a good name, I have to like it even more. Well, that's yeah. That was a thing for me. Yeah. I have um, to get one or four. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I'm contractually obligated. <laughs> Born into that one. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Jeez. Break, break it stuff. Yeah, trying to be smooth about grabbing my water bottle and completely smashing on my mic stand. No. Um, but for, for how understable it is, it holds up pretty well under more power. So good job, Maverick. Now you could get it to go. Were you getting a fade on it at the end? If I throw it high enough, I'll get some left at the end. Or if I enough hyzer flip, it'll get up and drift and then finish kind of gently. But it takes a lot of air time if I'm throwing it kind of harder, harder. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot of height because it goes right for a long time. So I have to throw really high to get some left finish at the end. Yeah. But it will. I got it to a bunch. That's good. Now, how far were you getting it to throw? And, and were you throwing full power to get it that high or no? Um, if I throw it hard, I'm probably throwing it with a lot of hyzer up to the left and it'll kind of fall out to the right for a while and then finish straightish. I could probably get it 350, 375 okay. range. And I don't know how much farther I could go because I'd throw too hard and then lose that angle. Yeah. And I don't know that I have the power to get it to even mm-hmm. do that. So yeah, not a natural shot. Yeah. Just trying way. to get just it to, to do see. something. Just playing with it. Yep. Give it air time to see what it'll do. Um, next, I guess would be the, getaway yes um i love it it's a great disc isn't it i love it I, the very first shot i threw it on was like a 320 foot hole 340 foot hole somewhere in there with a headwind mm-hmm. and i was like cool it's kind of a convict shot it's kind of a felon shot kind of a verdict shot let's throw the getaway because it's somewhere in there and i threw it hard and i threw it a touch of hyzer and it flipped up flat went right for a little bit and then finished into this headwind so it's more overstable than I thought it would be, but it's very, very good. Um, I could probably get it out 400 plus, yeah. 450 maybe. And it fights the wind. Like, it's a and good it's, disc. It's very capable of holding power. Yeah. Like, I can really get on it and trust that it's going to finish. But it's not like a felon or criminal where it just wants to dump out. Yeah. Like, it wants to fly, but it will finish when it's time. So huge fan of the getaway. Um, I'm throwing it some sidearms too, and it's kind of, kind of feels like it's in between a convict and a felon for me. So it'll flip up, it'll go straight, it'll finish. It's trustworthy. It goes far. I love it. Definitely keeping that one. Yeah. Um, next is the captain, which I think is the biggest difference between the two of us. Yes, I'm really curious how you're throwing. Um, the other two sounded pretty similar. Yeah, for me they were like interchangeable discs almost. I could tell that they weren't they didn't want to be that way, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But for me and my arm speed for they were pretty much doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely not the case for me. Yeah. Um this is why this show's cool. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Okay. Um so the captain is the high speed understable driver. Um and for me it is very understable. Um if you don't throw it hard, like you're saying, if I do some little touch sidearms or something, it's fine. Yeah. So the low speed stability is definitely there, but the high speed stability is not. 
Okay. So if I really get on it, it turns hard and it turns fast. Okay. I even tried putting some rollers down to try and keep some cut angle because I was thinking it could go far because there's like a fine line of stability with rolling. Um, so I got on a roller pretty good and it came down on the right angle and it got up quick, turned right quick, and then you turned and burned out. Okay. So even rolling, it's very understable. Wow. Um, but kind of like the Maverick, if you give it enough height and you give it time, it will float out and finish. But for me, the Maverick and the Captain flew very similarly. That's so funny. Yeah. That's crazy. Because, like, there's got to be some kind of, like, experiment there, you know? It's weird. Yeah, because they were, the Captain and the Getaway were flying so similar to mm-hmm. me. And you were, the, the Maverick and the Captain were flying similar to you. And I think it's, my, okay, my quick take, Maverick, understable. Yeah. Ag- agreed. Getaway, straight to overstable. Yeah. No matter how hard you throw it. Captain, if you throw it slow, no offense. No, that's me. Straight to overstable. Yeah. But as soon as you break whatever speed barrier it's got, say it's like 60 miles an hour or something, I don't yeah. know, it's very understable. Huh. It just, there's a threshold, and once you pass it, it's I wonder if gone. that's because it's so domey and so glidey. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. But. And it, that was, you're throwing it both ways in the wind? or mm-hmm. was, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I would call it maybe like a Ballista Am. Oh. Like the step from Ballista. It's not quite as understable as, say, like a Freedom. Maybe like some destinies or kings or something in that realm. Yeah. Um, less stable than I wanted it to be, but still fun to For throw. For me, and I'm, I can throw pretty consistent. I, I can throw consistently. That that that's an oxymoron. I throw if I'm if I'm playing well, I can throw consistently. Like mm-hmm. you've seen my groupings, like they can yeah. get oh, pretty yeah. tight. Um. For me, the captain th- flew very similar to my Zion. A little oh, farther. Okay. Like maybe, you know, add 20% or whatever to my Zion. Huh. Because the Zion to me is very close to a getaway. Yeah. I Those are almost interchangeable for me. Those yeah. two. That's a great pull. I yeah. forgot. One that's, um, that's well, yeah, because it flew just like my getaway or the getaway that I was throwing. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. But I, I could get I could get a full flight out of them, which was, mm-hmm. uh, so, Kind of recap them a little bit for the pro player. Maverick, buy or don't buy? Um, understable roller slot or utility flippy. Okay. Getaway. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, captain. Uh, if you like playing Heiser flip turnover shots or if you need a quick flip fast roller. Okay. So if you're looking for that little niche, then yeah. the captain's going to fit it. But yeah. as a utility desk or just a, a, a good driver, it's not going to be the best for someone who throws a power speed shot like you do yeah i mean it would work fine like a big downwind drive it would go very far i will tell you right now yeah but But what else what would you throw in that big downwind spot that you would is there anything that you would throw is there anything that you would rather throw the captain than is that that makes sense like i mean if i had a strong tailwind a captain is like a super beat up ballista pro or something super beat up defender okay but you would rather be throwing a defender or a ballista pro i would have i would have to get him out in the same wind and see okay or like a sheriff I okay. throw sheriffs in the same kind of thing. Um, it's just, it's really understable. So, so for need. you, it's probably not going to make the bag. No. Getaway. Absolutely. And Maverick, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, I think all three I'm going to bag for a yeah. while. Like awesome. I, I, For me, and it's kind of funny because the Explorer and the Ballista Pro, you bag both those, right? You definitely bag Ballista Pro. Ballista Pro for sure. I'm back and forth on the Explorer. Okay. I, I have giant hands oh, being yeah. a large person. Yeah, that was kind of a weird ram, huh? And something about the Speed 7. Who has bigger hands? Man. I have big hands. Not by much, but yeah, you do have bigger yeah. hands. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm almost 6'6". Six, six. I've got really big hands. Yeah. Um, something about that 7, 8 speed rim. So I fan grip putters when I throw them, and I can throw them far. I fan grip mids when I throw them, and I can throw them far. And then that awkward 6-7 range, I can't quite power grip it because it's small, but it yeah. feels weird to no, fan grip it, it so I, I just it. don't throw them. So instead of the Explorer, I've been throwing the Zion, Felons, and now the Getaway. Okay. Because I can get a very similar flight, but it feels better in my hand. Yeah, that makes sense. And if I need the 350 Explorer line, I'll just throw an Emac Truth or a Verdict. So. I think I'm kind of the same way with that. Like, I just don't like the rim on those, which is why I think I like high-speed drivers, even though I technically shouldn't be throwing them. Because... I think I think the 12, 13-speed rim feels the best. Oh, by the way, I finally am rated. I got my rating on PDGA. <sighs> Drum roll, please. I'll look it up. It's guess. Just give me a guess at where you think I'm rated. 800. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, Number 103595, 624. 624 rated. All right, I gave you a ton of credit. You gave me a ton of credit. <laughs> that The only rated round I've had, though, was that oh, excessive yep. OB tournament. Yep. That, was a, that was a frustrating day for me. Yep. So... Um, I am anxious to play more. You will go up. Rounds. You wait. Your round was rated six twenty three, and your player rating is six twenty four, and it's the only rating on there. Yeah, I don't know how that worked out. I want a free point. Yeah, I don't know how that worked. out. I think they're just like, just please give it to them. Six twenty three. I will give him six twenty four. I'm in a good mood today. Just, so um, I, I am likely the lowest rated disc golf player who has a platform who's talking about disc golf. <laughs> that's the goal here though is we reach everybody yeah so and you will only go up i guarantee i, you. I hope so yes um so yeah i'm 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 anxious to play some more rated rounds i've just got to find time to do that um but yeah that was a that was a rough that was a rough day for gavin the best thing is though you can only go up well now that i've got those three discs yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah the maverick is weird but I, i've got to figure out something to do with it um, you, you, I, I want to take it out to a field. Really, you can borrow it again. It. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. It's in the car. Yeah. I'll 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 pick one up when I see him. Yeah. But, you you can Bobby, borrow mine can, until then. Bobby, send me some. Um, <laughs> Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Uh, but they're fun discs, and those those the captain the captain is perfect for someone who plays. If you if you want to get a full flat out of a disc and you don't have the arm to get a full flat out of a ballista or something like that, try the captain. It's going to be a fun disc for you. I think the captain would also grow well with you. I think so. As you're learning to throw farther. Because when I learned how to throw far, I didn't know flights. I didn't know that they turn over and come back. I was just throwing hard. Yeah. So with the captain, it's overstable enough when you're not throwing very far to kind of make up for mistakes. And as you start getting more and more power on it, it's going to start turning more and more. So you have to learn the angle while the disc is getting up to that speed. And I think it'd be a really good growth disc. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I think it was, a, for me, that was a home run for that. Nice. To, to release that one. Yeah, so. I'm stoked on the getaway. Me too. It's a great. I disc. can't wait to get away and go play. Yeah. And I don't I don't really like. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> that was, that okay, wasn't funny. A moment. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> don't, don't encourage me. No, I was saying, I, I, I said on my in the bag, I don't like fairway drivers, partially because. Our course is here. I throw a driver, and mm-hmm. then I've, I'm in mid-range, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm going for par, which is me on most holes. I'm going mm-hmm. for par. Um, and, uh, but even that, that get, the Zion I really like because I can get a good flat They're out of it. They're so good. And the rim just feels right. Like, mm-hmm. I, 
the, in my in the bag, I talked about the FD2 that I don't know. I bagged just because I'm supposed to have a fairway driver. <laughs> um, I gave that away to the the girl, the, awesome. the daughter that I was playing with today, because awesome. I let her throw it and she was liking it. So it's yours um, because I don't want it. But the getaway, like, yeah, it's so similar to that Zion. I wonder so. if it's just the big hand thing. I think so because I'm I'm six one. You've got four inches on me, and your fingers are what a half inch longer yeah. than mine. So I have big hands. Yeah. Um, you know what they say about a guy with big hands? Big gloves. Exactly. And exactly no fairway say. drivers. No fairway drivers. Yeah. I think that's what they say. Yeah. Big hands, no fairway. But then you get you get people like Eric Oakley, who's got these stubby little hands, and he power grips putters. Yeah. I cannot do it. I cannot I can throw. I try to power grip a putter. It just feels super I cannot weird. throw it if I power yeah. grip it. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know if it's the grip or the fact that I'm just bad at this game that I can't throw it, but. Um, I'm gonna blame the group. Does he have does he have shorter small hands? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's also like five ten or so. Something. Other other guys like uh, Big German guessing has big hands. Yeah. Does does he bag many fairways? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'll curious. Ask him. Yeah, and then like I don't know, is Philo? He seems tall. Philo's six something. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Eagle and Simon are both tall, right? Yeah. Just curious if like big hands don't bag a lot of fairway drivers. Eagle and Simon throw MD threes and FD threes. Which skips that six seven range, yeah. But they both throw FDs, which are seven, or Simon does at least. Yeah, so I don't maybe know. I don't know. I just I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, we we've got a theory here. I've got I've got both ends of the speed spectrum to cover the shot. I'm not going to fight the feel of that awkward. Middle. That's kind of where I am with it. Like, and and for my game and where I play the Emac is I use as a fairway driver. Yeah, like, I use my Emacs and Vertex, and that's yeah. kind of the problem with fairways for yeah. me. Yeah, I threw my truth today. Again, I like just the standard truth. I've got mm-hmm. it in Prime, I think. Yep. I really like that disc. They're good. I, I, Emac is my favorite disc, I think, ever. Like, it's, it's just a great disc. It's mine as well. And for those of you listening to the show, I am, I have no affiliation with Dynamic Discs. I just really like that disc. Um, Chris Chris is sponsored by Dynamic. Best so, disc ever. But is it is a great disc. But the truth is really good too mm-hmm. like, it's just a absolutely it's just different enough it's like um, just a baby sibling yeah like i don't know I, it's it's a it's weird but i really like those discs um i agree all right so uh there's your there's your you uh, threw something new yeah i see there's something else that i wanted to talk about um oh yeah the chariot i think it's called i wasn't even thinking about this but i um oh infinite it's an infinite yep. disc so and I didn't even know Infinite was making discs. Yep, they um, uh, they hooked up a deal with Innova. Yeah, yeah. So I guess Innova's molding them, um, yep. or right. pre- you know pressing and making them. Yep. Um, and uh, I was on Infinite, I think probably to go look for that MVP practice bag that I'm always looking for. <laughs> and I, it just caught my eye, mm-hmm. and so I picked one up. And uh, I've thrown it just a couple of times. It's a 180 weight. It's a heavy disc, and it's actually really pretty. I, should have brought it in because I didn't. Well, I didn't even think we were going to talk about it. Um, it's that whatever. It's it's not burst because that's what <laughs> the trilogy calls Swirly. it. Swirl, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but it's a really pretty disc. It's like a teal. Oh, nice. Um, and what I like about Infinite is you actually get to pick the disc. Like, yep, all the pictures, the stamp, everything. Like, you, this is the disc that I want, which is kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, I will say about Infinite on a, at least on a phone. Their website is really hard to navigate. It depends on the browser. I've run into this and I've talked Safari to them. Safari on my phone is really hard yeah, to navigate. It's, it's some browser compatibility thing. Yeah, like I'll just... search and it's like, we don't have this. I'm like, I know you do. Yeah. So anyway. Um, but It works in most browsers. Just try a different one. Okay. That's good to know. So I'll try it on, on Chrome yeah. or whatever. Um, but I like it. It's a, I like mid-range discs and it's a, it's a good disc. I had some great shots. I had one today that... 
it's kind of a weird, awkward, like across the body to like get through a tree gap that I was, uh-huh. I was stuck behind a tree. It was a wide tree. So I kind of had to reach out and throw it in and it just, uh, straight as an arrow, low to the ground, just parked right nice. under the basket. Like probably 70 feet out. Okay. Um, 60, 50, 70 feet, something like that. And it, uh, yeah, I, I like the chariot. So if you're thinking about that, pick it up. Uh, it's somewhere between like similar to not quite the Emac that you can control it and do whatever you want with it. Similar to my core, the core. Yeah. Yeah. By, yeah. by lat 64. Yeah. Clear so, core or claymore. Would okay. Have been my guess is based on yeah. numbers. Yeah. So, uh, numbers don't mean anything though. I like that. They also sent me, so I want to talk about this cause I'm just, this is being new to the sport. Infinite, infinite disc is a website. Their local company, again, we have no affiliation with them, but they just happen to be based in Utah where we are, uh, but mm-hmm. they ship everywhere. Yeah. And they're, I think they're one of the bigger. Huge online inventory. Yeah. They have to be. They're massive. Yeah. Um, but when you check out, there's an option to add a add a disc, like add a mystery disc oh. for like tw- $13, I think, or something like that, or $12. Okay. And then there was a add a swag bag for like $8. And so because we do the show and because I like mystery discs, I clicked on both of those. And... Uh, the mystery disc was a Latitude 64 Blitz, I think. Oh. And like a nice, pla- I don't know if it's gold line or what. Yeah. I haven't thrown it yet. But okay. I was like, that that was a score because that's a $20 disc, easy. Yep. Um, so for me, <laughs> that mystery disc worked out pretty well. And then the swag bag was a, uh, not a whale sack because I lost my whale sack. A sports sack? Probably. Rectangle? Rectangle one. Yeah, probably a sports sack. And then, um, which is like, I think that's like, close to eight bucks anyway so that's okay that's my money but the other stuff was a bottle opener which is like eh and then a bag tag just a bag tag. cool but it's like a number tag it's like who am i going to play with it's like number is it infinite yeah it's an infinite tag do they have a team like a like a infinite bag tag something probably what number was it like 863 yeah so it's probably kind of like the reddit tags no, i've never you, heard of those oh reddit tags are kind of kind of the same idea just okay you can buy one and there are hundreds of them so you every once to... in a while, you'll run into somebody who has one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that, I guess that's more fun than I thought. I was like, what, what's the point of this? Yeah. Just, just a tag. It's that's... cool that they're at 860, though. Yeah. That's uh, nice. Yeah, it's in my car. I can show it to you. But I was like, oh, what am I going to do with this? So I'll throw it on my bag. Yeah, why there not? We go. Yeah, why not? Um, I, maybe I'll run into 862 someday. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing down. So, uh, yeah, that's probably enough of the the, the reviewing. But. Uh, Infinite has got tons of stuff. If you're looking for just obscure things, Infinite's got a ton of stuff. True. So, not a commercial for Infinite. If you're listening and you work at Infinite, sponsor us. That's fine. <laughs> give us a gift card. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, I can give another shout out to Infinite. Please do. I'm the match play brackets I'm running. I just do them for fun. Get the community out. Yeah, playing. I want you to talk about this anyway because I don't even know what match play really is. So yeah, um, I kind of coincidentally run match play brackets the same time the u.s amateur match play bracket championship that might be too many words that's starting this year um and is that that the one that dynamics sponsoring Mm -hmm. and the winner gets discs for life and like 18 baskets and 18 baskets yeah it's crazy yeah go play one it's worth a ton of money to win oh yeah well and they fly you out to emporia Mm -hmm. and like yeah yeah so big deal go play yeah um match play though is a super fun one-on-one way to play golf or disc golf. Um, the general rule is you play a hole 
If you win outright, you get a point. Okay. If you tie, you push. Okay. No points. And you just go through the round until somebody is up by more points than holes remaining. Okay, so if you're on hole 17 and, and you're up by three points, you're done. Yeah, so you would say, I won three and two. I won three points and two holes to go. Okay. Three and two. Okay. So that's actually where I was playing today when I played that safari. Um, I've run, I don't know, a handful of these brackets so far. And I finally got to play in one. And I lost today. Oh, bummer. Had fun, though. We made up some cool holes and Brock played really well. Nice. Got some great... Super cool shots. He aced on me, of course. So it's just a bracket. Like, it's you versus somebody else. And yeah. then if you win, you're just matched up with another person. Yep. And it's on you to meet up within a certain time frame mm-hmm. and play. And yep. And you can decide where you play, how many holes you play, what. Mm-hmm. So I do 16 person. Okay. We could probably do more, but I've got a few divisions going. Um, and the the original idea, I posted a whole bunch of rules the first time. And I was like, you know, try to play in a week or less so we can go through these in a month or less. And now we fly through them. People are playing two or three rounds a week. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, it's super cool, though. 16 people. So if you win twice, you're in the top four. If you win three times, you win. Um, And I'm giving out, for our amateur bracket, Infinite Bucks. Oh, nice. So shout out to Infinite for helping me with that. Well, yeah. Ish. Yeah. They helped enough for me to provide trophy Dimax discs for all divisions. So, cool. so um, yeah. Now I now I know what everybody's talking about when they're playing match. Saying match play, it's a lot of fun. And yeah. the, I think the best part about it is every hole is its own. It's not like skins. So skins is the same thing, except there's carryover. Yeah. So if we push ten in a row and then I win one, I win because that's worth eleven, and I don't like that. Um, so every hole is its own. If you want a hole, you're like, great. Okay, next hole. And you can give that point right back if you don't. Nice. So playing today, I mean. This is the first time I got to play. Like, I've talked to everybody for six months now about doing it. Um, it's a lot of fun. Is this the first year you run it? No. I did two last year. Okay. And two I'm, brackets? Yeah, two turn. Yeah, two brackets last year. I'm going to do eight this year. And then the eight winners are going to play in a winner's bracket for a gold disc. Nice. It's like. actually really cool. Shout out to Kevin for the, the design on those. Who's Kevin? Uh, one of the graphic designers at Dynamic, oh, nice. Kevin Schaefer. Is it like the whole, di- like the plastics gold? Memory, no, it's it's white, Dimax but it's gold? Dimaxed gold and this is champion. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about them. They're not here yet. Kevin. Yeah, you'll have to show me that when that comes. Yeah, that sounds cool. I'll bring them in. Um, that sounds, that's an awesome trophy. Yeah. So I've got... I've got um, what disc is it? What mold? Emac Truth. Of course. What else would it be? Yeah. Um, I've got suspect. a blue, I think it's blue, red, and purple, or like aqua purple and red or something for the a pool b pool and women so if you win any bracket you get one of those and then if you win the winner's bracket at the end you get the gold one nice so that's a very elusive trophy you gotta win at least two brackets nice to get it that's that's really fun and that's just a minor like little local thing yeah if you want to get into one of the dd run um yeah i don't know if the u.s amateur match play or not i don't know do it because the prizes are just the prizes are amazing ridiculous like yeah grand prize is disc for life literally with 18 veteran baskets yeah that you can do what you want with you can put 18? them in a course yeah 18. 18, 18 baskets i think second place gets nine yeah i think so and some yeah so you can yeah donate them to a course you can put them in your condo you can do whatever you want with them <laughs> you can put them all next to each other so you make more putts yeah 
I was I was certainly wishing that discs were about six feet wide today. Baskets, I hope. Baskets, yes, yeah. not discs. Baskets. <laughs> six foot disc would be hard that to throw. That would be really hard to throw. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, match play is fun. Go go check it out. Nice. Play one. Um, I think we real quick. Let's just get to an email that we've got. Okay. And then we'll finish out that uh, episode ten. This is our our double digits. Our, Decimic episode, decimal episode, or no, wait, no, deca episode, deca episode. That's deca. what I'm looking for. Um, Deci is less. Do you have the email there? Or I can pull it out. Uh, yeah, I've got it. <clears throat> do you want to go read it? Just the second paragraph. Uh, yeah, I'd probably do the second half. Okay. Me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So it's uh, someone who wrote in a couple episodes ago, and he says, something I'd like to talk more about that you guys touch on a lot is field work. I don't enjoy field work. I have a hard time learning and adapting if there isn't anything to aim at. I need an objective. I can go throw discs all over a field, but then put me on a teapad and I can't make the link. Like, throwing in a field doesn't necessarily translate to throwing well on a course. Um, I feel like I throw the same angle, the same disc, but get way different results. Maybe it's the trees. Maybe it's my my level of general sucktitude. That's a great word. I don't know. All I know is if I approach hole two like it's hole two, I fare better than if I try to throw a line I saw my disc do in the field. So, so first of all, I want to play with this dude because I feel like I might actually, you know, hold my own because uh, I, I suck pretty bad too. Um, but I do like field work. I like field work a lot and I can understand what he's saying where if I throw it on the field, you know, I can get a disc like, oh, you know, hey, I can get that one consistently like 80, 90 yards. I can get that disc out there or, you know, to use like lower numbers for, for beginning players. Like I can get it 50 yards. I can get it, you know, whatever I can do with it. Um, but that doesn't translate directly to playing a course because there's objects in the court in the way there's just different things you've, you know, mm-hmm. but what for me, what field work does, um, is I know that I can throw a disc and it helps me to practice my form without worrying about anything else. So field work for me is, I'm going to go out, I'm going to throw discs and watch them fly. And that's really fun to me. It's not, I, I just enjoy watching a disc fly in the air. I always have. It's, like, I think it's yeah. really, really fun. It's hypnotizing. And it's cool to see them get a little bit further from each other. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of what I'm doing mostly in my field work right now is work on distance. What I think I'm going to start doing is working on different shots. Like, let me see if I can try to roll, figure out how to roll a disc or feel, you know, work on Annie's or work on Heiser's work on angles a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, like I was today when I was playing, um, the guy I was playing with through a big sky Heiser, never thrown a shot like that before. So I tried and I kept turning my wrist over and the disc would go up and just turn and just go right. Mm-hmm. And like lost, you know, mm-hmm. we found it, but it was across the street in the softball field. Um, <laughs> maybe one of my throat farther throws ever. But, uh, but turned over down a cross hill. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was well OB. Um, so that's stuff I can work on in a field. And the great thing about a field is I'm not worried about OB. I'm not worried about hitting a car. I'm mm-hmm. not worried about what the other people on the course, you know, holding anybody back on the course. You, here, we live in Salt Lake City is a fairly well-populated city. It's not like New York by any stretch of the imagination. Like you're not going to go to Central Park and find an empty field. But most places where where – you know, you can play disc golf. You can find basically be alone if you want to be out there, mm-hmm. and you probably should be, so you're not hurting anybody, or pretty close to it. And just go throw your whole bag, like mm-hmm. take all sixty discs you own or whatever, and just dump them out on the field and just throw them. And 
then when I get to the course, I, I have a better idea of what my discs do. Mm-hmm. So if I say like, okay, this is a long open fairway, but there's a tree off to the left, like seven at roots. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like wide open, but there is a sneaky tree out there. Mm-hmm. So I know I, I got to throw something that's going to go past that tree on the fade before it, or on the turn, turn before it fades in. Mm-hmm. Or I've got to throw something that's going to stay low enough to get underneath it. Okay. And in the field, I can figure that out. Whereas on the course, I, I hit the tree and I'm just frustrated that I hit a tree. Mm-hmm. So, um, and if you want, if, if you have a hard time with the objective thing, like go to a football field, throw at the goalpost, try to make it through. Mm-hmm. If you can try to make it through those field goals, like give yourself a point every time you can make it through that or 10 points. If you hit metal, you know, just come up with a game with yourself. And that's, yep. that's my thought on it. What about you? Um, before I get to the question, I think you're the only disc golfer I know that uses yards instead of meters. Feet for Americans, meters oh. for everyone else, and you use yards. I do use yards, don't I? Yeah. That's don't. probably because I practice a lot on football fields. Yeah. And I, I have a rangefinder that's in yards. There we go. Figured it out. Um, but yeah, Well, I, I was a football player. That's why I use oh. yards. Okay. Well, I'm glad you came to the, the light side. And math's too hard for me to do in my head. Like times three, what's feet? So. Fair. Okay. But that's funny. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I don't think many people know what 80 yards is, like in disc golf. What is 80 yards? 240. Math, 240 feet. Okay. I'm I'm thinking on a football field because yep. it's 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 measured out for you. It's real easy to tell your distance. Yeah. yeah. And That's fo- funny. Football fields surprisingly feel far. Like, they do feel far. To get through, I, I play a game where I try to throw through both uprights. Yeah. Just to work on like a forced flex that stays straight. And that's what, 120 yards? That's only 360 feet. No, that that would be because 100 plus two end zones is 120. Um, isn't the end zone? Yes, 10? yes. Yeah, so yeah. 360 plus maybe 40 feet, so I can get through the first one. Yeah. So I'm throwing 400 feet, and it feels hard. Like it's a throwing long, 400 feet is hard for me. It's period. a long. I'm just saying it feels longer. Yeah. Football fields feel longer. Well, than, the, than disc golf feet because you well you see the goalpost, and that's another 10 feet further than the 100 yards. So that's you know maybe that's 10, maybe it's 10 just yards. deceiving. Yeah. So, but no, they do feel far. Like, and it's narrow and wide and mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. no a football field's a great place to practice yeah it's it's it is very good okay um too distracted sorry um back to the point jay made in the email um it's a very tricky thing i totally agree with you and when i was learning how to play um i couldn't make the connection yeah so i i kind of i'll say i went through my getting better phase with eric oakley um he moved here at a very good time for me and he wanted to get better. So he wanted me to get better to keep making him better. Um, and he was always into field work. I was never into field work. I was like, why are we throwing at nothing? Why are we throwing at this tree? Like this isn't disc golf. Um, so I absolutely agree with you. I totally understand what you're saying. Um, the, the advantage to field work is more learning what you can do with each disc, not necessarily saying I'm going to practice whole two right here. So if, when I do field work, it's not often, I prefer to play a course. Yeah. Um, but when I do field work, it's like you, like Kevin was saying, it's take 30 discs, throw them all, pick yeah. them up, throw them all back. And yes, I can go throw, you know, felons on hyzers back and forth. That's not what I'm going to do if I'm in a field. I'm going to be throwing discs on shots that I don't normally throw them on yep. because I don't know what's going to happen. I want to know how much turnover I can put on each disc 
to get how far right or when it's going to finish out or yeah, if you're what's trying to happen. work on your reach back or your pull through instead mm-hmm. of rounding out, like don't work on that on the T pad, you know, cause you're worried about, am I going to step off the pad? Am I going to do mm-hmm. this? Am I going to hit that tree? You know, am mm-hmm. I holding somebody up from playing? Like just go practice it where you can practice. It's, it's a driving range for disc golf. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have to shag. Yeah. But, but that's if, part of if, the fun. if you're still working on form, absolutely go to a field. Yes. Because nothing is more frustrating then finally getting your form right and getting that hit point and getting the flight into a tree. Yes. You're like, yes, that felt, oh, dang it. Yeah, it felt great and sounds terrible. Yeah. So. Well, and, and you don't, and then you question yourself like, wait, did I have that right? It felt good, mm-hmm. but it went right into the tree. If I was aiming where I'm supposed to be, don't do that there. Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to say two, two perks to field work then is one, work on aim, work on control, work on putting it where you want. The other being, learn the discs and what they'll do and what they can and cannot do because you need both of those, especially when you have trees and stuff in the way to succeed. You need both. Yeah. So as far as connecting the two, um, you're probably being a little hard on yourself because you're trying to translate open field throwing to obstacle avoiding, which is not an easy thing to do, No. especially for me because I don't have very good depth perception. So in a field, a basket could be 300 feet away. I'll throw my first one 180 feet and make, oh, it's farther than that. And I'll throw my next one 400 feet and make, oh, not that far. Yeah. Like I have a hard time seeing it. So for me, part I'm, of, I'm just bad at judging distance, period. Yeah, me too. So that's why I, I like playing on a field where it's graduated. Out, and that's why I have a rangefinder in my bag sometimes. Yeah, they're legal now. That's smart. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Sorry, you were saying oh, uh, oh, depth oh. perception. And, yeah. Yeah. So part of why I like playing is because when I have these trees and these branches and these things in my way, I have a, an indicator. I have something that's 100 feet away that I say I have to beat that. I have to throw past that, around that, over that, under that, something. So I have like a halfway mark that's easier for me to hit than saying I have to land next to my bag at 350. Yeah. Because that's like I have 90 degrees of airspace. What do I do? Yeah. So playing on a course helps me play on courses where field work is more of, for me at this point, learning what I can do with the disc. That's my take. Yeah. And if, if you don't like field work, um, I'm going to tell you something that I do. I do this a lot when I play too, but put in headphones, listen to a podcast, listen to an audio book, listen to some I, music that's going to kind of mellow you out. Yeah, zen. You know, don't, don't go with the Rage Against the Machine unless what you if, normally listen yeah. to stuff harder than Rage. Yeah. Um, but uh, just kind of listen to the – I'm not really into this music, but listen to the Disc Golf Answer Man Mm-hmm. playlist on spotify i don't really like techno music again a plug if you write music write us a theme song because i don't love the one that we've got but i it, did get a comment that somebody liked our music oh well then never mind so there you go awkward write me and i will send you the full link it's, it's just a little <laughs> bit long i think i only cut out like 10 seconds for our intro and outro, but um but that's that's great i'm glad people like it yeah um but yeah just just take have that be time just to kind of like be have that be you time have that be jay marmot time um to just kind of go out and zone out and just i'm gonna go throw plastic i'm not worried about keeping score i'm not worried about anything else i'm gonna see if i can take my putter and throw it more than 60 feet Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take my 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 uh fairway driver and see if i can flick it you know i'm I'm just gonna try stuff and i'm not gonna get just tell yourself i'm just out here to play and have fun and it's gonna, you're gonna feel more consistent in your t- throwing. You're gonna feel more consistent in everything. And that's for me has been really good field work. Just for me, it was frustrating going on a course 
And because when I came back to playing, I just started playing at courses and going out and like, oh, man, I'm throwing it like sometimes I could get it, you know, 150 feet out there. Sometimes I could get it where it should go. I thinking like, OK, I put a little bit more on it and it's going 20 feet, you know, or it's going way far left. It's just going way far right. Like it's there was no consistency. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would I was getting frustrated because I felt like uh, I'm stopping somebody from playing the hole, you know, even if there's no one else around. I, I hate having people wait for me. Mm-hmm. So when I I don't know where the idea of field work came out, if I just thought about it or I was listening to a podcast and they said field work or somebody said it or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to a football field. And it was summertime, so they were mm-hmm. all empty, you mm-hmm. know, and just found a high school, went to a football field. I had 40 minutes before a meeting. I think it was probably 40 minutes to an hour before a meeting that I was supposed to be at. So I just went to the high school, pulled all my discs out. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I had like 40 discs at the time, pulled both bags and just carried them all out there and just threw, th- played catch with myself mm-hmm. for an hour. And that's really what it is. And... That one time I was like, oh, okay, I feel like I can actually get some consistency in my throwing. And uh, one of the first times we we met, we did some work together. Like you kind of helped me a little bit. I took what I learned from there and then took it to the field. I didn't work on it on the course. Yeah, I took it to the field because um, I knew that I was going to go out. I knew that I was going to hit a tree and mm-hmm. and. I, you have to be somewhat conscientious of shagging your discs in yeah. a respectful time frame because you should be. Um, but in a field, I'm the, I was literally the only person in this high school stadium, and I had it all to myself, and I just bombed discs out. And it's harder to lose a disc because it's somewhat confined, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. So, um, I, I can actually kind of relate extra to this right now Okay. because I changed my form significantly this winter. And you changed it on the course, right? Like playing well, the, narrow the, trees. The day I committed, uh, I was doing field work. I was like, I'm gonna try it. So we took a video, and I was like, Oh, that looked okay. The shot was terrible. It went sideways, but it looked okay. Yeah. And I was like, All right, you know, I can go with that. So I threw until I was tired in the field with my friend Casey. He was filming me and helping me. He has really good form. Mm-hmm. He's very smooth, very controlled. So he's like, Oh no, try this, try this. And I was like, All right, all right. And actually fixed, fixed, bettered how I'm throwing. Um, which six months later now has made me better. Yeah. But this whole winter was not fun. Um, I committed to it. And since I don't like field work, a lot of that committal was on a course and it was very difficult because I was trying to hit throwing correctly and aim and angle control when I'm thinking about throwing with one hand, I used to do two handed reach back. Yeah. So I broke that habit. But all that angle control with one hand while not thinking about shots led to a lot of tree hits and a lot of bad shots. Yeah. Um, so if it is a form thing, if you're trying to improve your throw, do it in a field. If you, if you can even like try to guesstimate like how – so it took you six months before you felt like you – ish before yeah. you felt like you had it. Yeah, if, four, four if, to six months. If you were spending time in a field as opposed to on a course, what do you think the time differential would have been? Two months. So that's four months that yeah. you of, of frustration yeah. that you could have saved yourself by going to a field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. It, it doesn't translate directly. Like No, no, no. But you need to know your throw and you need to know how to aim. Yeah. And fields can do that. Yeah. Like I think the best analogy is a driving range for yeah. golf like or, or batting practice. 
Like mm -hmm. it's not in batting practice. Oftentimes, if, if you go to batting cages, it's a machine, mm -hmm. literally a machine pitching at you. It's about as consistent of a, of a, of a, sh of a pitch as you're going to ever get. Yeah. You know, you can adjust the speed how you want it and you can work on your swing and, and that's it. You're just working on your swing, working on your swing, working on your swing. That's not going to be the same as it is in a game. That's not even the same in, in batting practice when your pitcher's throwing to you. Yeah. Because he's working on his game or, or something else is happening mm -hmm. or there's just other things going on. Variables. So you can take what you practiced and, 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 and the time that it would take you, you know, you play baseball. How many at-bats do you get in a game? Maybe two, three? Three or four yeah. in a scoring game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're taking, I don't know. 12, 12 swings ish. Sure. 12, 16 swings. Uh, that's if you're falling off a few times. Yeah. That's it. Batting practice takes several hundred if you yeah. want. Like go to the go to the range. So that's the thing with field work. If I'm throwing, if I'm playing on the field, even if I'm throwing like a couple extra discs on a practice round, thirty. Yeah, thirty, thirty-five strokes. You mm -hmm. know, throw throws that I'm getting. I go to the field. I'm throwing probably a hundred discs. You mm -hmm. know, because I'll I'll spend some time out there and I'll go shag my discs and bring them back mm -hmm. and. Um, yeah. So it's also very tiring. You will find if you're throwing 30 back and forth, your arm will get tired very fast. Yeah. But also that strengthens your arm. It does. And it's kind of, <laughs> I saw an ad for like a disc trainer thing that didn't, I don't know how well that thing would work, but barring that it's a motion that you, it's, you're not going to work out in the gym a whole lot you no. know, as far as like you can do, you know, yeah. rowing band works, or band yeah. works, you know, but the follow through and the, and everything and like mm -hmm. the wrist and everything. You kind of need to do it, and so think of it that way: is just training and yeah. Know, I know nothing of anatomy, but there have to be some fast fire twitch muscles. Oh, definitely involved in a throw that are hard to engage otherwise. Yeah, I, I would assume be. so. It's like a golf swing or baseball swing. Yeah, like you're gonna get better by doing it. Yep. So that's it. You know, everybody says you want to get better, play more. You want to get better, play with a better player. Go to field work. You want to have your field work be more effective. See if uh, somebody who's better than you. So willing to go out with you and help coach you a little mm -hmm. bit. And I mean, guesses wherever you are, somebody's willing to do that. Everywhere I've been, there's at least a couple local pros that will help you. Yeah. I mean, if you're in Salt Lake, Chris is one of them here. I will do it. There's a handful of other guys that are happy to do it. Yep. So that's one of the super great things about the sport is, yeah, we'll come teach you. Uh, that's not the same with golf. Like, you want a pro oh, to work with you, it, it costs a lot of money. It's not the same with skiing. Yeah. You know? And part of that's just... The logistics, it's you can't skiing. go to a field and work on it. Yeah. Um, I could ski in a field, just stand there. I, I took my son skiing in my backyard. Uh -huh. I, he, he's now been skiing since he was one, like wow. the other kids. So, But that meant I pushed him about 10 feet. Yeah. So, hey, skiing. He's, he's been Picture on skis. Picture of him on skis. Was, I've got it. They like? uh, yeah. There's about older a foot brother. long. They're 90 centimeters. Yeah, okay. There's older brothers, so they're actually a little too big for him. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's it. I'm a huge proponent of field work. We both are. Chris doesn't like it. I really do like it. Um, cause it, I, it's good. We it, need to go do something together. That's what we need to do. Okay. We need to go do a lot of things together. We need yeah. to do a left. -hand I can, I can right probably throw left-handed this week. Okay, great. So this, I'm going to lose next week. We're actually having good weather here. It's going to be sunny. Okay. So let's throw it down. Let's go do it. And we're going to do our tag around left. I've got 80. Left -hand versus I found it. I've got oh, 80. Nice. Okay. I've got 93. So I can, Ooh, I can pressure's up. on. Yeah. So if, for those of you that didn't hear, Chris is going to throw left. I'm going to throw how I normally throw. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go play a course that I'm not familiar with. Uh, and we're going to see who wins. I'm not like ambidextrous with this golf. No, I'm not so. ambidextrous, period. 
I, I, the best I've ever done left-handed is probably like 250 feet. Yeah. I mean, we all so. have to throw a left-hand shot sometimes, so it'll be good practice for you. Yeah. Like, there's sometimes where you're just in trouble, and yeah. that's what you can do to get out of it. Yep. It happens. So. Thank um, you for writing in. Yeah. Thank you for writing Hopefully in. Hopefully uh, that sort of helped. But I, I hope so. I, that's, uh, that's us evangelizing about it, but I think field work's fantastic. It, um, it, it can be if you do it well. Yes. And I will say that. Like we've said before, people say practice makes perfect. That's not true. Practice makes better. Practice makes better, but perfect practice makes perfect. So if you're practicing the wrong thing, mm-hmm. you're not going to be there. But that's, again, another benefit of the field is you can see if these discs are going off and not going right. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to fix that, talk to somebody, you know, video yourself, post it up. Talk, I know this guy's local. Jim mm-hmm. Clement's local. Talk to Chris. Hit him up on Facebook. Hit uh, Russell or um, Jesse. Nick or, or Jesse. Nick or, or Jesse. Any, yeah. of, the, any we, of our local pros. We got a bunch. Yeah. And they're happy. They're always saying they're happy to go. With it. You're going to have to schedule with them. You know, they're not yeah. on the call. Yeah. But, uh, and maybe, you know, get them a, 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 an adult beverage or something, whatever they want. Uh, I don't know. I, I do it for fun. Yeah, Chris does it for fun. Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this. Chris coaches, and I've I've asked him, and I've seen him. He told me, and I've seen him tell people the other thing. I've said, you know, what do you charge for lessons? What do you say? Nothing. Yeah, and he really doesn't. He doesn't yep. take money. So, but what Chris will take is you buying his discs and and his well sacks mm-hmm. and things for you know yeah. help him with that. So I I do that. Yeah. Um, so when you see totally Chris, optional, don't feel bad. No, absolutely. But that's that helps you, and that helps your disc golf because mm-hmm. that money goes to support your to travels, travels, and, and your tournament and stuff, which is awesome. And I think that's kind of a similar strategy that a lot of guys have. If they want to charge something nominal, that's fine. Or they mm-hmm. want to charge something fair, that's fine. Because mm-hmm. um, it's it's there's value for it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, sports great. So uh, hope that helped. Write in if you're uh, Jay Marmot knows how to do it. Yep. But everybody else, proamdiscgolf at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash proamdiscgolf. Twitter and Instagram, we don't really use, but we have them. So write to us. Maybe we'll respond if, if it comes to me. Uh, and rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We're available everywhere you want. Uh, if we're not available, if you've tried to find us and we're not there, let me know, and I'll try to get us on whatever uh, you know space you're looking for. iHeartRadio. We might be eligible now because you have to be up for two months, and I think we're close to that. So Ooh, we're very we'll have close. have to submit to iHeartRadio. Um, but thanks again, and uh, until next week, keep throwing plastic. Cheers. Cheers.